The thing about Bond movies is that they do the best job I have ever seen of making you feel like you're not just watching blockbuster trash. Right, yeah. They make you feel like, well, this is like the thinking man's action. (laughs) Fuck you! each and every citizen of Rapture that free enterprise is the foundation upon which our society has been established. Everywhere you go, everything you do, it's always done for death, pain, and misery. Our men are running from the battlefield. I'm ashamed for this place! Impromptu Fast and the Furious look. Uh, that'll go up on catch the, that. <laughs> catch that one if you want to check out what that's all about. But if you want to know where all the installments in the Fast and Furious fit in and the chronology, who the relevant players are, and why I think those are some of the best stupid fucking movies <laughs> in the world, maybe listen to that podcast. But you know what we talk about on this podcast, Brandon? We talk about video games, don't we? That's called a segue. That's called a segue, boys. But this one's kind of movie-oriented as well, too, to be fair, because uh, we played... Speaking of movies, that's another segue. I got it right there. You got it. You I'm a segue it. machine today. You it. Just a full, a full rolling, double-wheeled machine. You know, you, know what I, you know what I find really works for segues? What's that? To make them really natural is when you point them out. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what really makes them... Uh, it's, yeah. it's like the explaining jokes. What makes them roll really yeah. smoothly, right? It's, yeah. it's how this... You know, you can definitely tell that we're... Real life friends, and we're not just fucking strangers who That's sit in a true. room to record a dumb podcast. <laughs> for for the profit that this sucker gives off, you know it. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Anyway, high five. Uh, so, basically, we played a 007 game. We did. Everything or nothing. Yeah. Not Goldeneye. So, big shocker there for anybody who thought this was a Goldeneye podcast, because it's not. Do you know when I'm going to play Goldeneye when, again? When are you going to play Goldeneye again? Never. Really? That's, and that's, you're harsh on that game. Uh, quite a bit, aren't you? Because it's bad, it's, it looks terrible, it wasn't up to the standards of every other shooter that was out at that time. It looks bad. I'll give you that. <laughs> like You know what everybody's bad. face looks like in that game? It, the, they, remember the old like right. Norelco commercial yeah, where we yeah. had a box head? <laughs> box head on it? Yeah. They have these weird, like, folded-over polygons oh. with, like, a, a badly fleshed face over top Oh, and it's just, everybody's face it, just looks like it's been smeared with feces. It, like, what is that? It, it's like it's like polygons are wearing skin suits. <laughs> like, they're just That horrifying. system was definitely not known for its texture quality. For, his, for its graphical uh, quality? No. It did some things. Some things it did, well. yeah. Yes, it did. Um, but it was very polygonal in that regard. I, I, I like that game. Um, I think the Nintendo 64 platform as a whole yeah. is the least returnable to. It has some of yeah. the best games of all time, yeah. but I would say when taken as a whole, right. that is the platform. I, I just recently got an N64, sure. and I have like zero desire to fucking play anything on it. <laughs> uh, it uh, I kind of wonder why I got one, but it's like, yeah, you know, when I get Mario 64, right. or, you know, maybe I'll, I'll goof around with that. Cause, yeah. Yeah, Mario 64, guess what? One of the best games of all time. It is. It's one of the best. Not really a Mario game. But 
It kind of barely feels like a Mario game. Kind of barely does. It, it's it's kind of that first step into what Mario it kind of is now, anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely like without that, you don't get sunshine, which I think we'd all be better if that didn't exist. A lot more control. A lot more. Uh, I, I people are harsh on sunshine too, and I'm, game I'm not sucks. I'm not as harsh on sunshine. That game sucks. Uh, anyway. I have sunshine. If you yeah. want to sit down and play yeah. it sometime, we'll feel free. It. We'll play it around. Yeah, you know we'll what? I, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Sometime in the next I few ha- weeks. I have Sunshine as well, so. Let's fucking sit down and play Sunshine and get to some of those really frustrating, terrible fucking side scroller <laughs> levels. And I want to yeah. watch you in the face. Okay. As you have to experience that fucking dog shit of a game. <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't frustrating. I still maintain that it's actually a pretty okay game. And that's um, also the game that introduced the fucking phrase Shine Get. Shine Get. Fuck you. Fuck you. They're stars. They're not shines. Shine. Assholes. Get. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, sorry, you were talking about the graphics. We were talking Gold about, Knight. yeah, Goldeneye. No, we did not play Goldeneye. We played everything or nothing. Yes, for the PS2. For the PS2. Uh, I'd never heard about this game until I saw it on your uh, shelf over there. Uh, mm-hmm. I just never really thought about it. I knew there was a few, like, in-between games that they made, like you said, mm-hmm. when they had these sort of, like, well, we'll get into it later, but when they had these sort of, like, lulls in... In Bond movies, uh, they would they would they would just decide, oh well, we got this license, so let's make a bon- let's make a Bond game. Yeah, and, and uh, I'm not exactly sure how this works, um, but uh, I know that as part of the contract that Activision has with Spider-Man, right. they have to put a game out like every 18 months yeah. or they lose their they, rights. They lose the rights completely, yeah. So that's why you just, it's constantly like, there's another fucking Spider-Man game? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's and, and, that, and that franchise makes them a ton of fucking money, mm-hmm. uh, which, uh, I've checked my egg timer, feels like we're probably about to get another Spider-Man probably game. Right? Spider-Man game pretty it's soon. been about a year yeah, since yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 2, which was not amazing. No, it was not. Woof. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we played everything or nothing. We'll talk about it here in a little bit. Yeah. Um, I I think that is that's a game that I'm really glad that you gravitated towards on the shelf. Sure. Because it's a game that has it's got a lot to offer. Sure. Even today. Yeah. I think it looks good still. It does look very good. It definitely it feels more like a Bond game than really any other Bond game. I, I'd agree with that, yeah. Well, it, feel, well, it feels like a Bond it, movie. It feels like a Bond movie. It, 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 it's third person, uh, mm-hmm. which is nice. Uh, for me, that sort of fits Bond better. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, Let's talk about the, uh, what have you been playing? Uh, what have you been playing, Brandon? I have not been playing a dang old thing. Um, I am uh, I'm still just kind of riding on nothing right now. Uh, it's been a week. Um, I, I go through these lulls where I don't really play anything, and then I'll probably gravitate towards something. I've still got Fez on my machine. I need to finish off Fez. How many uh, How many uh, of the things you have, the cubes? Oh, have you gotten the first ending yet? Uh, no. You know so. that game doesn't even start until you get the first until ending. Until you get the right? first ending? Yeah, I don't think I got that far. No, that, trust Anything. me. Like, I'm playing Fez right now on my PS4. Right. Uh, keep going. Huh? And, man, that... I played it back when it came out on the 360, right? And that's one of those games that like I can go away from, and I'm like, yeah, you know, Fez, whatever. Right. You know, Phil Fish is kind of a dick, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but good Christ, good game. That that is one of the most fascinating games. Yeah, um, dude, 
do you want to fucking beat Fez? Yeah. You know, one of the things that you have to do, there are other ways to do this, but right. the easiest way to solve a couple of the puzzles right. is you get a fucking QR code scanner. Oh, yeah. Phone. And just, yeah, I heard about that. And you just, like... That's so weird. You QR certain parts. I never I had a QR code scanner on my phone ever. Yeah. And I downloaded one for that, so... Yeah. <laughs> fucking... Fez is awesome. Fez is cool. I like it. Real sad we're not getting that second game. Yeah, too bad. We are not. We don't deserve it, boss. We don't deserve that game. Anyway, fuck I don't. I don't think I deserve... Yeah. Phil Fish's fucking attitude. Yeah, I don't deserve it either. Fuck you, Phil Fish. Go <laughs> die in a fire somewhere. Anyway, yeah, he's I, a nicer guy than that. I but. guess. But. Well, the problem is he <laughs> takes out, like, he doesn't troll people on the internet as much as he just trolls everybody. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, like, There's block the- somebody on Twitter if they're talking to you like shit. Yeah, it's not hard. You don't have to listen to people, like, ever. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, here's a weird fucking... Speaking of Twitter. Okay. Here's a weird fucking circle around. Remember when I mentioned to you about a week ago that I got blocked by Kevin Owens? I do remember that. I found out why. Why'd you get blocked by Kevin Owens? He apparently just goes through Twitter and finds people who have mentioned him and just blocks him for fun. <laughs> I guess at some point I mentioned him. I guess you did. And he's like, well, that guy seems all right. I'll block him. <laughs> That's healed him right there. That's how he gets healed. <laughs> you gotta get eat. Uh, what's really funny is that, like, in the tweet where he mentions this, it got retweeted by NXT, which is how I saw the fucking thing. Right. Um, but I went in there, and you can view the tweet when it gets reshared by somebody. You can go in and view the comments. Sure. <laughs> and somebody, he was like, yeah, if you say anything about me, I'm gonna block you. Like, you know, I just... Wow. It, it, it was weird. Um, and, uh... Somebody replied like, uh, I, I fucked your wife in the ass last night, fatso. And I was like, there you go. That's Twitter for you. There you go. No, he won't block that guy. He won't block you. But he'll block me, who's a really big fan. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you know what? I don't, I don't give a shit. Whatever. whatever. It's Twitter. Uh, <laughs> you could. Whatever. You still I, block. I've met Kevin several times, and he seems like a really nice guy. He does. I don't think nice. he would look at me in the face and go like, "Fuck you, fuck you," buying asshole. all my shirts, buying my shirt, you prick. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's weird. Weird wraparound for that. A little bit of weird wraparound. Um, yeah, I need to do that. I need to play. I need to finish off Star uh, Starcraft Two. They're they're gonna the next game's coming out for that, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. I need to finish that off before that's. Uh, you missed a really good sale recently because Heart of the Swarm was like ten bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Really. Need to get into that. Need to get need to get back in. It's one of my favorite old school games. I, I would definitely recommend finishing StarCraft 2, going through yeah. Heart of the Swarm uh, before the Protoss expansion comes out. Right. Because uh, you're going to want a little breathing room. Yeah. Because those games, I mean, that's a lot of real time strategy. It is a lot, a lot of real time strategy. If you tried to play those games all three back to back to back, I think even me, who's a huge fan, I feel like I'd be a little bit exhausted. <laughs> That's one of my old school loves right there. I absolutely love that I played through StarCraft and Brood War uh, the week before I got StarCraft 2. Right. And by the end of the StarCraft 2 campaign, I was like, oh, I've done a lot of real-time strategy. (laughs) And then I hopped online and played like seven months of multiplayer after that. (laughs) What was your feelings, real quick, uh, what was your feelings on Brood War? Um, I love it. You love the Brood War. I was, for some reason, I was not up for that one. I can't remember what was... I haven't played it in a so long my, time. Some of my favorite multiplayer experiences I've ever had in my life. I okay, multiplayer. Before. See, I, I never did multiplayer. Well, the weird thing about StarCraft 2 is that it kind of retcons some of the stuff that happened in Brew It War. does. Everything in Brew War is just about kind of gone. Cause well, and they just kind of wanted to... I think they just wanted to tell that different. Yeah. 
because um, it was it was all about Brutal War is all about basically the Zerg wins basically, and when you cut into StarCraft Two, it's like oh the Zerg are gone like Man. you they the, the Confederacy took the Zerg out and Man, the end. The so, end of fucking StarCraft 2. Oh, yeah? Is it rad? Wings of Liberty, the fucking oh. Terran campaign. Yeah. Holy shit. Ugh, I need to get there. There was a moment at the end of that where you're like, what the fuck's going to happen now? <laughs> I've told you what happened with that game is I'm stuck on that stupid prison planet where I can't build any resources and I hate those levels. And bust it down I, to the fucking easiest. Yeah, I guess I just need to bust down the level. Uh, the, Who gives a shit? The difficulty. You just want to see the story anyway. That's true. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and do that. Um, That's what I ended up doing for Halo Wars. Because yeah. I, I fucking I, I didn't like it. Yeah. I, I want to see all those sweet ass cinematics and see what happens. So I right. just fucking played it on the easiest difficulty and whatever. Yeah. Just tap like, a. any moron can finish <laughs> that game on the easiest difficulty. <laughs> tap A to kill and be done. <laughs> like, right. In this level, I get a truck. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> um, so that's what I what I need to be playing. So I uh, haven't played cool. it yet, but that's what I need to be playing. What you've been playing? I you also need to be playing. What came to some with you? Oddworld Strangers. Oddworld Strangers. Rap. We want to talk about yeah, that in the I, near future. In the near future, we will talk about that one because I do want to play that game. In in the next two or th- in the next few episodes coming up, we'll talk about it because I will play that game. It looked really cool when I was younger. Never had an Xbox, and I want to play that. So the the interesting thing I've started to notice in our trend is that. We've really been talking about the early to mid '90s. I mean, yeah. uh, early to mid 2000s. Sorry, yeah, uh, quite a bit on these, and uh, I think I want to dip a little bit older here soon. Sure, uh, sure. but I, I don't feel like there's a whole lot of people that are talking about early 2000s yeah. stuff. Yeah, I think it's still too recent to be considered retro by a lot of people. But it kind of is because, like, if you really it's think 15 about years it, old. It's 15 years it old. It came out in 2000. It's 15 yeah. fucking years old. It's 15 years old, and that was kind of the start of what we're doing now. Well, and games that, changed yeah, a lot at oh, that time. That, that was the moment that kind of jumped, you know, jumped into this new era of the type of gaming that that Final Fantasy VII, like, boom, all this is what games are now, you know, that sort of deal. Uh, and it was, and this this game is kind of you know the 007 is kind of kind of remnants of that as well uh, in many ways. Uh, but what have you been playing? You were playing Fallout when I got here. Fallout. Yeah, I've been, uh, <clears throat> I've been playing some Fallout New Vegas. New Vegas. Um, I I was traumatized by Fallout Three. Yeah. Um, I worked on a guide for that. It's the last guide I ever worked That's on. That's right. Yeah. You and I poured probably about. Four or five hundred hours into that game, and found every item wow. in the entire game. Every single I, one of them. Everything. Categorized all that. Played every DLC start to fucking finish. Wow. Wrote a fucking guide. It's. I've seen it. Where is that guide located? Is this is that a, a written guide? I'm in the print guide. My print guide. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm in the. It was a Prima Guide. Prima Guide. Nice. There you go. I am credited. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, I don't know, a lot of people listen to this podcast, I don't think know that you actually wrote for a lot of uh, gaming, uh, how many gaming magazines have you wrote for? Or just... Uh... Uh, I've only been in one print publication. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I used to work for 1UP and uh, yeah. it just freelance stuff. I was never full-time staff. Right, yeah. But yeah, I, I've... I, I've written for some. I'm saying you know what you're talking about. We're not just uh, like, like I'm. I'm just the yutz that plays video games from time to time, and even then, not very often. 
I, I uh, try not to like sure. bandy about my. No, no, you're never one to really do that. But my point being, like, we're not just two yutzes. Yeah, we, we know what we're talking we're about. One yutz. Like, we're, we're one yutz, and the guy who knows what he's talking about. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah so uh, I was. I, I was a little bit traumatized by Fallout Three, right. and when New Vegas came out, I really I was like, I want this, I want it, I, I, I need it, and I got it, and I was like, Oh God, it's more of that! Oh God, because uh, I'm a big Fallout fan. I, I love Fallout One, I love Fallout Two, Fallout Tactics. Right. I fucking think that game's incredible. Okay. Um, one of my favorite tactical games of all time. Right. Um, and I I really loved that era of '90s PC stuff, like Planescape. Torment yeah. and uh, Crusader No Remorse. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Crusader No Remorse. It sounds like album titles, man. Like, sounds like a fucking hair metal band. <laughs> Crusader No Remorse. They're opening up for Nightwish. They're opening up for Nightwish, bro. Landscape Torment. It's a new album. It's coming out soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, so a uh, huge fan of Fallout. So uh, recently, uh, a few months ago, I ended up picking up the uh, the Ultimate Edition of the game for right. the 360. Uh, for cheap, I got it for like six ninety nine, yeah. and I just wanted to play the DLCs because I heard the DLCs for that game were really, really good. Right, and maybe I'll finally get around to finishing the actual campaign. Right, um, and you know I- I've got a lot of respect for uh, uh, for the team that worked on that mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of those guys uh, were former Fallout guys. Right, right. Um, so yeah. they the whenever they bring up. Whenever they reference old Fallout stuff, right. it feels a lot more genuine. Right, yeah. Uh, it's just something about it that you're like, that's that's okay. Yeah, uh, see, they know what they're talking about. Because they were there, damn it. <laughs> you don't know, man! You weren't there! You weren't there! Um, so, yeah, we played a, played like about an hour of it. Uh, yeah. Just kind of dicking off. Yeah. Um, waiting for the sun to go down. Yeah, there you go. Um, but, yeah, so I, I played some of that. Um, I've actually played quite a few games here in the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, I played the... Uh, Borderlands Handsome Collection. That's right. Not a big Borderlands guy, uh, mm-hmm. but that is an improved collection. Uh, they they definitely increased that uh, that resolution quite a bit. You can tell that game is in true 1080. Right. Uh, all the black lines that are around characters and objects yeah. were pretty jaggy. You know, from the lower yeah, resolution yeah, sure. of that game, um, they're all fat and clear. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the clarity in that game is is really high, but. That game has rough edges. Yeah. That frame rate in that game is kind of bad. Hmm. At times, like, Borderlands frame rate's always been bad. Right. But, like, in this, they're, like, 60 frames per second. Bull fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Liar. You are, you, sir. <laughs> you, I don't, I don't claim this too often, but you are a liar. <laughs> Street trash. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, uh. It's not an awful port or anything, and if you're somebody who had grown accustomed uh, to Borderlands, right. and the, the the fucked upness of it, right. you're probably gonna look at this and go, oh, "That's fine." It's got all the DLC in it. It's also got the pre sequel in it, which I will never play because I heard it's terrible. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I, I played quite a bit of that. Um, I've been uh, I played Tower of Guns on the PS4. It's a free game this month. Fuck that game. It's dumb. Uh, I was hoping that. It's basically like a roguelike, but a shooter. Okay. And I was like, oh, fuck, maybe this is like Ziggurat, because I want Ziggurat on the Xbox One. Mm. It was originally on the PC. It's kind of an early release Steam game. Okay. Well, I ended up bringing to the Xbox One. It's 15 bucks, and, like, you end up... It, it's a castle 
traversal thing like a roguelike. Right. Um, and when he dies, it's all over. You lose everything. Right. Um, and I was like, oh shit, maybe I can avoid buying Ziggurat when just play Tower Guns. Fuck, Tower Guns sucks. <laughs> Not it a looks like shit. It sounds like shit. It <laughs> plays like shit. Ugh. All the enemies are fucking dumb. It looks... Oh, fuck that game. Uh, uninstall that. Yeah, uh, but go. now it's flagged in my PlayStation account forever, so mm. awesome. Yay. Luckily I didn't pay for it. <laughs> uh, they gave away Never Alone uh, on the PlayStation 4. Okay. Um, I downloaded it. I haven't played it yet. Um, so I'll hopefully have something to say about that next week. I, I remember when the reviews came out for it, though, people weren't super hot on it. People weren't super hot with those about that game. Um, they weren't super into it. Uh, I don't really know much about it at all. So. Yeah, it, it, I, all I know is that it's in Alaska and there's a lot of snow. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all. really all I know about that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's an indie game. Yeah. Um, the uh, I played some of Valiant Hearts. Oh really? I, that game looks cool. The World War One game where you were the French soldier. Yeah. Um, I like that game. I like the style of it. it uses that Ubi art engine mm-hmm. that uh, Rayman runs on and Child of Light runs on. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Child of Light, I played a little bit more of that. I'm going to try to finish that game. Yeah. Just, we had a first look of that forever ago. Like a year ago. <laughs> a year ago. Like yeah. Almost exactly a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, that's me, man. Some games I pick up and play for five minutes and come back to a year later. True. Like, you know, I'm playing New Vegas right now. That's yeah. weird. It's uh, weird, but, yeah. <laughs> and, and people are always like, man, you just, you never finish anything. I finished up. It's just, I... <laughs> I play a little bit of a lot of stuff, and I finish a smaller amount of those. Right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I just like to see what the hell's out there. Right. Um... But yeah, what else have I played? Played some Rayman Legends. Um, I'd finished that on the Wii U. The Rayman. Um, but they gave it away free on the Xbox One, so I started playing that. Right. Um, the thing I spent the most time on in the last week... Yeah. ...is... It's related to Fast and the Furious. Okay. The Forza <laughs> Horizon 2 Fast and Furious Fast game. and Furious download. Yeah, uh, it right. is now $10, okay. but for the first two weeks it was out, it was free. Right. A promotional tool for the game. They give you about 40% of the actual map from the game. Okay. So you get a pretty big open world to be able to drive around. And there's about uh, there's 11 cars in the game. That's cool. Um, How do they handle the tank level? <laughs> the tank level There's again? a plane level. There's a plane ends level. Ends on, on a plane level now. That's interesting. Um, yeah. You're not pulling it out of the sky, but you're racing a plane. Okay, um, which is pretty cool. You're racing a plane in cars. Okay, uh, Forza Horizon Two did a lot of that. Okay. There's one where you're racing hot air balloons and trains and all sorts of weird shit. Mm. Uh, helicopters. Mm. Uh, weird shit. Weird stuff. Um, the the game is on the 360 and the Xbox One. Interesting. I got it both places. Yeah. I got all 1,000 points out of both games. <laughs> that game is super easy on achievement points. Wow. There you go. Um, and I had never played Horizon 2 on the 360. Right. That game's kind of gimped. <laughs> is it? Oh. <laughs> um, hmm. Forza Horizon 2. Okay. On the Xbox One is I Know It is an open-world game in the truest sense. Okay. You can drive anywhere. You fucking just hop off, drive through a vineyard, whatever. Mm, interesting. Drive anywhere. Every road, except for a couple, right. in Horizon 2 on the 360, has a fucking fence around it. Wow. You cannot leave the road. Yeah. <laughs> and so. it's, it makes it kind of weird, because I'm... 
constantly thinking in that game, like, oh, in the world you can see where the indicator is, where you're going to be driving to. It's like, well, it's floating in the sky over there. Sure. I'll just go to dive off. Oh, God, it's, ah! I've crashed. <laughs> um, so I would just drive through the woods half the time, just fucking off. Right. Um, not do that. Not, not um, do that. that. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, got it both places. Uh, it, if you're somebody who... It's better than any demo you would ever play. Right. A, it gives you achievement points. Right. B, it's like four hours long. Right. A demo is typically what? Like, something you play for 15 minutes and then it's over. Yeah. Um, it, it looks like some of the visuals got maybe downturned just a little bit, probably for size constraints. Like, some of the shadowing I remember being a little bit better, but it's been a couple of months since I played Horizon. Sure. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's fucking... It's a Forza game. There you go. It's free. Well, not anymore. It's ten bucks, but yeah. even for ten bucks, like it's a thousand points. It's you know right. four or five hours of your time. It's tied into Fast and Furious. Ludacris does the voiceover for everything. Nice. Uh, basically, in this, just like in other Fast and Furious films, you're trying to collect cars to do this heist at the end of the game. Sure. Which involves the plane. Right. Um, yeah. It. I. Boom. Had a good time. How do they handle the rock uh, fight scenes? Are they? Rock Sadly, there are no Dwayne Johnson, no. Vin Diesel fight scenes. No, no rumbles with Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel? That's that fine. Sadly omitted. Alright, that makes sense, given the engine, so... I love that I found a way to talk about Fast and Furious again. Again, you figured it out. That's awesome. Fine, that's that's okay, though. So, the only bit of news item we have before we go on to Bond um, is... Oh, and I haven't played my PS4 more. Okay. PS4. Yeah, you you re got you got another PS4 because you got rid of the Wii U. That's right, you got rid of the Wii U. 360 back in the entertainment center. Yep. He, he, he Look found, at that bad boy. He found his way back in, didn't he? I don't have to change inputs on my fucking TV anymore <laughs> to use the 360. I don't have to fucking jury rig it to get it to work. Speaking of which, as soon as I get some recording uh, software, as soon as I get the recording stuff back, we need to fire that sucker up and finish off uh, finish off uh, uh, Revengeance. You gotta. Gotta get that thing. Done. Yeah, we need to, so, we need to put a yeah put a bow on that. Yeah, yeah, because we got we got we got a lot more episodes that yet to come. But you know, I gotta finish it off before we. Well, and I, we, I also want to start working on the next game. Yeah, me too. Uh, we had talked earlier about possibly being the Last of Us. Yeah, because I hate the act of playing the Last you of Us. You don't like that game. I just think yeah. it's Dumb to play, <laughs> boring. But yeah, I that actually would be. I, th- I like that idea for being a, a let, let's play. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you driving at me just there for the story. That'll work. And I think we can do that. Making dick jokes. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I do anyway. Making a dick jokes works for me. Works for me. That sounds good. But yeah, we'll get into that um, later on, I suppose. Uh, basically, the only news item we have for today oh. is. Uh, Microsoft has a firmware update uh, for that is in the preview program. Mm-hmm. If you are a member of the Xbox One dashboard preview program, yes, about two months ago you were set an invitation for the Xbox 360 preview dashboard program, and me, I was like, "What the fuck are they gonna add? It's <laughs> old it's and funny. not." the new hotness anymore, so I had to see. You had to know it. So I signed up for it and nothing ever happened. Well, yesterday when I got home from work, uh, I turned on the 360 to get the last achievements out of uh, the Fast and Furious game. Right. And uh, I uh, pulled down a patch, uh, which was a firmware update. And the firmware update 
allows you to use external hard drives up to two terabytes in size Woo. on a 360 pretty cool. for game saves and installs. That's cool. Previously, if you connected a mass storage device that was not a USB thumb drive of up to 32 gigabytes, mm-hmm. the only thing that the mass storage device could be used for was for media streaming. Right. So this is a kind of a big step. Yeah. Uh, by Microsoft because they've been running a lot of aggressive sales recently, trying to pull that last money out of that system. Yeah. You know, like games that are normally like 40, 50 bucks on sale for four dollars. Right. Um, all day long. Like you know, fucking. I, today I saw like Rockstar Table Tennis was like a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, there's just all sorts of stuff. Like Bully was three bucks recently. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's definitely uh, you know it. I bought Alice for like two bucks. Right. Mirror's Edge for a couple of bucks. There's just all these games out there that I'm just like, ah, well, whatever. Yeah. Um, picking them up digitally, I don't have to worry about finding space on a shelf for them, that kind of thing. True. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of a big step forward for them when they think about that box as being a digital delivery system. Right. Um, you know the the relationship that most people have with their 360 is starting to change. Right. And a lot of people are, you know, instead of going out and buying a, you know, fire TV or something, it's like, ah, just throw the 360 in the kids' room and stream Netflix with it and stuff. But this way, letting you use those hard drives and giving you more disposable space cheaper... Yeah. May make people buy more games than they would have otherwise. Right. Because, um, you know, like, we've got people all the time who, uh, you know, come into the store that I work at, and they're like, you guys have PS2 games? I'm like, no, we don't have PS2 games. <laughs> and it's just because they have a four-year-old at home, and they just want something for them. Yeah, right. And the 360 yeah. is about to become that ubiquitous-style device. Sure. Um, so I think giving you a way to have... The fucking hard drives for 360s are astronomically expensive. Right. And I know part of the reason why... Yeah, is that they have to pay to license the emulation that they do because it uses proprietary NVIDIA tech. Interesting. So every hard drive that they've ever sold, they have to give NVIDIA money because Uh, of the backwards compatibility. So that ups the price, obviously, on the end, on that end... So and, so and I, it still doesn't justify why those things are 130 bucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean you can go out and get a two terabyte USB 2.0 drive for you know 50 bucks on sale. Um, yeah, I got my four terabyte uh, USB 3.0 hard drive uh, around Black Friday for like 100 bucks, 109. Sure, it's four fucking terabytes. <laughs> yeah, and. You know, in USB two drives are even cheaper. Yeah, yeah. And you only need one that's two terabytes, or See, you can use whatever denomination, but they can be up to two. That's a good idea to use for a, a system that's you know going to be it's going to be deprecated in a year. We're not, you know, no one's going to be making games for this thing anymore. But for older games being put on it, I'd say you'll uh, get Madden's for about three more years. Right. I think you'll get Call of Duty for this. May be the last year. For, Probably is the last year for Call of Duty. Maybe two. Yeah, well, I think if it's two or three years more for Call of Duty, what you'll end up getting is 
Like, do you remember the end of the PS2's life cycle? Yeah. When they got, like, Call of Duty 2, big red one? It yeah. wasn't Call of Duty 2. Yeah. It was a different game. It was a different game entirely. Uh, or they even had, like, a Call of Duty World at War, like, United Fronts. Yeah. It was a completely different game. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I... Because there's so many fucking 360s and PS3s out there, I think they'll be getting FIFA love for... I mean, they just stopped making FIFA for PS2, like, two years ago? Right. Two years ago. Huh. Yeah, that system's 15 damn years old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like, oh, dude, another weird thing? Yeah. You know, GameStop's taking PS2s again? Are they? Yeah. Like, taking in for credit, for store credit? Give me cash if you want. Give me cash, huh? For PS2s. It's like 20, 25 bucks, I'm like, that's weird. Uh, Feels kind of weird. It does feel weird. But uh, with how many people we have all the time asking us about, we're not taking the games. We're right. not taking the controllers. We're not taking the any other. Sure. You can bring in just a PS2 tower by itself. Sure. We'll give you money for that. What about the most worthless of consoles, the PS1? No. It is the most worthless console on the planet. Yeah, because your games look better and load faster on the PS2. <laughs> exactly. Like the only oh, PS1 right. I would ever want now is the one uh, the PS1 redesign that comes with the flip-up LCD monitor. Right. Just because that thing's cool. Yeah. Like, they're never going to be worth anything. No. They're just kind of cool. Yeah. Basically. Um. Basically, yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, you know, that that new firmware makes me think that, you know, uh, we could still continue to see weird shit come out of Microsoft for a while with that 360. I mean, yeah. you know, it. I mean, even the current arcade games that are out on Xbox One, like Ori and the Blind Forest, that's coming out for the 360. I mean, that's right. Uh, you know, Forza Horizon 2 came out on the 360. This Fast and the Furious thing came out on the 360. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're, they're still. Supporting it, yeah. They have not let that go to die yet, right? Um, I, I I wonder how long Microsoft will keep it up, but it is in their best interest because they want to keep selling units, yeah. Because at this point, the two hundred fifty bucks or whatever they get out of a uh, out of a system, I mean, that's just yeah. What are they paying sixty bucks 60 for what's bucks in there? For that? Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's hand over fist money right there, and especially with the deep discounts and free shit they keep giving away with Xbox One stuff. Trying to build that user base, right? Um, right. It seems like that's gone pretty well. Although Sony's pulled back ahead and has been leading the MPDs the last couple of months, yeah. Um, you know, since they bundled in the Last of Us with the PS4, yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like it, it looks like the the Christmas discount, and now like the Xbox Ones are three forty nine, right? Uh, and you get a free copy of the Master Chief Collection, huh? Um, and I saw one place that was giving you an extra controller with it as well. Oh, wow. That's, so that's, a, that's a co-op machine right out of the box. That's four co-op games. Boom. Extra controller. You're good to go. Co-ops. There you go. In living room co-op, too. That online garbage. So. <laughs> yeah. That, that, was the, that was the problem with that, that, that game. Uh, yeah. A lot of the online stuff didn't work very well. It apparently works now. So Right, right, We'll right. see. I, I played some multiplayer last week. I guess that's one other game I played. I did play some Master Chief Collection. Just okay. kind of... Morbid curiosity, just like, right. does this thing actually work? Is it, it going to work? Did. It did. Right. It did. I was able to hop in and out of games, and uh, I'm still that's good. Really good at Halo Four. That's good. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> better than better than Eric. Are you, are you better than him? At it? Number one. Number one. He is number one. As you know. Number number one. one. He was not number one. He was not number one. Uh, interestingly enough. <laughs> 
Go watch that video. That's a that Halo Four video. One of my more favorite. I'm videos. proud of that video, and that's number one. Not one of our most viewed. Uh, I want to get people to. That's sadly, that. sadly, that is sad. sadly. I mean, sad. granted, we did make a Halo Four video like three years after the game came out. Granted, uh, <laughs> but oh well. Uh, uh, surprise! That's not going to be hot. I'm a chop, right? Not, not, no, no Bloodborne uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> off, off the off the press. Bloodborne videos. No, no, no. Um, but anyway. Uh, speaking of Bloodborne, uh, Bond. What? That's not a segue at all. Um, so, 007, Everything or Nothing. An interesting little, uh, time... What do you think of it? A little bit of... Interesting time capsule of the game. I thought it was cool. Um, there were some cool, uh, there were some cool mechanics in that. I liked the repel. I thought that was a little bit different from your normal climb a building, descend from a building ladder climbing mechanic that you typically get. You, you actually rappel through uh, your belt. You have a little belt thingy, and you're walking up, like, Batman style, or walking down, you know... Surprisingly Batman easy style. to use. Very easy to use. You just walk to the edge and it goes, you know. It's pretty cool, and as soon as they did it, what was cool about it, we'll get back to the rappel later, but um, what was cool about this was they had all the voice acting, they had all the characters, all the people who played in the, in the movies, you had Dame Judi Dench, you had John Cleese as R, and all these people from that uh, from that franchise. I'm assuming what's her name was in it from American Pie. She's on the she's in all the video. Yeah, Shannon Elizabeth's in that game. Yeah, Shannon, we didn't get to any Shannon Elizabeth. We didn't get to parts. Shannon Elizabeth parts yet. Um, but yeah, clearly she's going to be. You know, she was going to be in it because she was everywhere. Even had a theme song by Maya. Uh, yep. There you go. The hip hopress of the day. The hip hopress of the early two thousands. Uh, what was that? What was that game? Two thousand three, two thousand four. I believe um, it was. That was February seventeenth, two thousand three. Two thousand three. Yep. Uh, so that was. Uh, it was an interesting game. Willem Dafoe's in that game. Willem Dafoe's in it. Is he the villain? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I, Just look at that guy. You, you hooked me. You hooked me. Uh, like that guy's a creepy dude. Um, makes a good villain. But no, um, an interesting game, to say the least. Uh, felt like a Bond game. Uh, it was third person, rather than the first person GoldenEye look, which, to me, feels better for a Bond game. Um, if I'm playing a Bond game, I want to play as Bond, period. Um, I don't really want to be wrapped up in a first person area in which I don't get to see Bond uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like I, I, I kind of want to. Well, and GoldenEye, which is what pretty much every game that came after it, before Everything or Nothing, was trying to be. Yeah, it was trying to be GoldenEye because it the was... problem with GoldenEye when you take it as a James Bond media experience, right? He does nothing like James Bond. Yeah, because it's straight up. Well, like I'm shooting dudes with square faces in toilets. Yes, is what it's true. Uh, he he does. It is very much in the in the term of the GoldenEye friend, the GoldenEye set of movies, which uh, we talked about this a little bit before the podcast. Uh, the Pierce Brosnan set of movies has one great movie, which is GoldenEye. It's a fine fine Bond flick, and. Three bad ones, and that's it. That's so the ones after Goldeneye the, were uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, Tomorrow Never Dies, which was decent. Tomorrow Never Dies is actually pretty okay. The world is not enough. World is die not, another day. World is not enough, and die another day. Those last two are the most garbagey, f you in the face Bond flicks you will ever witness. 
I don't think I saw the one after Golden Moon. Yeah, uh, yeah, Tomorrow Never Dies is pretty okay. It's, I never saw that one. Yeah. I that, played the PS1 game. That was the one with Terry Hatcher and Michelle... Uh, oh, it's going to hurt. Um, I know there's like an Asian lady. Yeah, yeah, that's the Asian lady. Of, uh, I forget her name. Um, i cut that out. <laughs> but uh, it's the one with Terry Hatcher and the guy's like... Terry Hatcher's really young. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Um, I can just watch her sit on a washing machine yeah. that's turned on for like an hour and a half. Right. Okay. <laughs> Is that an episode of uh, Desperate Housewives? God, I wish. <laughs> Go on. Sorry. I, I um, try not to object by women too much on here, but yeah, I have a weird Terry Hatcher thing. Yeah, it's, go figure. Um <laughs> But uh, basically, uh, that movie uh, kind of has a weird uh, premise to it. The the villain is this uh, this this, new, this news conglomerate guy who basically creates disasters so that he can cover them early. Really bizarre. So it's like that Nightcrawler movie. It is. It's like a Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal. With Jake Gyllenhaal, except not probably not as good because I hear that movie's probably okay. Uh, I haven't seen Nightcrawler, but uh, I heard it's really good. I heard it's really good too. I want to see it. I want to see it too. I, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. He's all right. He's all right. He's pretty good, and uh, the movie looked pretty alright. It looked, it looked, uh, it looked eerie. Um, but yeah, that's basically what it is. It's, it's this guy would like create disasters, and then he would get. I, I don't know how much he would really get off of like having a, a the, 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 the headline for it. Like, what? Who cares? Like, I don't know. Uh, uh, to me, it would seem like if he had his own private military corporation. Yeah. Create a disaster, and they go in to do the cleanup. Right. FEMA is poisoning us. FEMA's poisoning all of us, so there you go. Um, they call it black water. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, basically, uh, what, wasn't there a Blackwater... Uh, <laughs> there was a Blackwater game. Was there a black, there was a Blackwater equivalent in GTA V, wasn't there? There was. was yeah, Merriweather. That's Merriweather. it, Merriweather. The Merriweather Corporation, yeah. They were, oh, man, that game is wacky. Speaking of GTA, actually, this actually has a GTA control in it, doesn't it? This does. Um, is it time for me to do my? Uh, I, I think so. My thing. Well, yeah, it, it, this game is very interesting to me uh, because it, it it's very off the it, it it's very different from Goldeneye. It's third person. It's pretty cool. It's got all the it's got all the same voice acting. They're telling you what to do. I like the repel mechanic because. The moment you use it in the tutorial, which is just to repel up a wall and repel down a wall, you know immediately they're going to throw obstacles at you with that mechanic, mm-hmm. rather than it just, it's, it's like, this is really easy to do, right? And so clearly, I'm going to be shooting at somebody, or, you know, yeah. something like that. Dodging things as you're Dodging things down. as I'm repelling down, or shooting people as I'm repelling up, etc. So... <laughs> My dog's having a nightmare. Yeah. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure what was happening there. She has, she has she, puppy dreams. That's cute. That's adorable. Uh, I thought it was a dog from barking outside. <laughs> no. Yeah, she's I was like, behind the couch just <laughs> sawing some logs. That's nice. Anyway, so yeah, but this this game, uh, I didn't get to control it, but it's got a bunch of different types of stuff. It's got a driving section, very much like a Bond film. He's chasing a train. A hot scientist has been kidnapped. Who is uh, way too chesty scientist? Way too hot to be a scientist. <laughs> like, like, come on. We, uh, but uh, which is hilarious to me. Um, you know who I buy as a 
hot female scientist. Who do you buy as a hot? Amy Acker. Amy Acker. Um, Angel. Yeah, man. She looked like she, a scientist. She looked like a scientist. Because you could, you could plain her up a little bit. Like, yeah. When you make her gorgeous, she looks gorgeous, but you can make her look plain Jane very easily. Well, it's uh, kind of the whole brunette thing. Like, yeah. Brunettes can easily... Like, something about brunettes, I love brunettes, right. but you can easily dress them down to look kind of a girl next door-ish. Right. Yeah, yeah. And... You know, put some glasses on. You know, yeah, some paint stained <laughs> overalls. That's not another teen movie. Show. Not another teen movie. <laughs> there you go. These two podcasts are just joined together. Her hair's in a ponytail. She's wearing glasses. She got paint stained overalls. There's no way she's hot. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> this looks like old Jimbo paint stained his overalls. <laughs> anyway, um, um, you know what? If you want to hear us talk about not another teen movie for five minutes, you should tune in to the Fast and Furious podcast. <laughs> Why would Somehow I talk about not of the team movie. Yet. Why would anyone listen to that? Anyway, that is uh, a weird podcast. It's a weird podcast, but it's going up. I'm uh, glad we did it. Yep, I'm glad we did too. Um, it's we, better than professional wrestling. Cool mechanics. Uh, yeah, better than the state of professional wrestling, isn't it? Yep. Uh, got cool mechanics on it. Uh, the shooting mechanic is interesting. What, what's the shooting mechanic there, Hoss? You go under your thing. Let's talk about mechanics. Yeah, let's do that. I, I feel like this is starting to become a thing. It's like every week, it's like we kind of talk a little bit about it. Yeah. And then I do my 15 minutes of, here's all the mechanics. Yeah. Um, I like it. It's, I love this shit. It's all um, yeah. So, yeah, this is a kind of EA Made game. came out early in 2003. The, the cool thing about that is that this is the last appearance of Pierce Brosnan as 007. Right. Um, this game is... A game that has a lot of different gameplay systems. Right. Um, the game's broken up in a level structure. Every level's about ten minutes. The nice thing is, given how many different styles of control that the game has and the different systems at play, right? you never get bored of it. The entire time that you trudge through this game, it's like, well, now I'm in a car, now I'm on a train, now I'm shooting these dudes, now yeah. I'm jumping down a fucking dam. Yeah. It's really great. Uh, and it... All these systems work together in their own consolidated ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it just makes the game rip through. Yeah. I remember the first time I played through this game, I was like, hi, did I get a good value out of that? No, it's, I played a lot of it, but it didn't feel like I had spent that much time on it because sure. that game just goes. Right. Once you start ripping right, right. through, it what, goes. They open it up on an opening gambit just like the movies. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the opening yeah. level... Um, kind of gives you an opportunity to shoot down a hind helicopter, mm-hmm. blow up some heavy artillery, you got a rocket launcher. A Harrier jet goes down in that yeah. first scene. Uh, you take out some tanks. You here. basically immediately start shooting guns. The cool yeah. thing about this is that this game, for the time, um, had a cover system. Yeah. And very, very similarly to the way that your typical cover-based shooter works now, you uh, hit L1 mm-hmm. uh, to pop out a cover. Right. Uh, you know, duck around or go up uh, over uh, the cover that you're hitting behind. Right. And R1 to shoot. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it's very analogous to your Gears of War style uh, shooters of today. Kill Switch right. um, is a contemporary of this. I believe Kill Switch came out. Uh, in 2002, so this yeah. would be informed possibly by some of that. Sure. Um, but this game, uh, wide artillery, you've got your, uh, as you said earlier, the rappel gun. Mm-hmm. Um, you've also got uh, Desert Eagles and automatic pistols and uh, rocket launchers and all sorts of cool stuff. Um, the game shooting mechanics, um, despite the fact that this is a, a stop and pop style cover shooter a lot of the time, 
this game employs Grand Theft Auto style auto aim. Right. And it's not Grand Theft Auto 3 style auto aim. This is contemporary Grand Theft Auto style auto aim, where it will lock onto a character, right. and then you ease the stick up or left to shoot a gun out of somebody's hand, to shoot somebody in the face. So it will automatically lock onto center mass of the person, but right. if you want to make small adjustments to get a headshot or something like that, yeah. you just ease the stick around. You can fiddle, yeah, and get it where you want it. And the nice thing is, it... it it works very fast. This game throws a lot of enemies at you very quickly. It's more about just being a badass. Right. You're, which you're, is what I really like about this game. Yeah. Uh, every scene in this game is designed in such a way for you to be like, man, James Bond is a bad motherfucker. <laughs> he, like, what's fucked up is that this is the best Bond experience that has Pierce Brosnan's name on it that's not Goldeneye. Yeah. Not that fucking game, <laughs> the movie. Because Goldeneye the movie, that thing's fucking great. It's a great movie. That's a fabulous movie. Um, and other than the likeness of Pierce Brosnan, he wasn't even involved in Goldeneye. Right, yeah. That's... Um, but yeah, like the, the... The game has really, really swift structure. Right. The action sequences, the, the run-and-gun areas... Um, move very, uh, really quickly despite the fact that there's a cover mechanic. It's not Gears of War style cover shooting where it's like, well, I'm going to hole up in this room for a minute, try to you know flank guys a little bit. and you know Conflicts are over in seconds as opposed to minutes. Right. Um, guys go down real quick. It makes your, makes your guns feel strong. Right. Um, you know, you got to make Roman Reigns look strong. Got to make him look strong. And this strong. game does that. It makes Pierce Brosnan look strong. Look strong. Um, but yeah, like the, uh, the the opening level, you shoot down a helicopter with heavy artillery. Um, the uh, the next level was uh, you jumping down a dam that's fucking exploding. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, throw, it throws you because like the very next thing is like they give the tutorial and everything. Uh, you're in a training room, simulation room. Then you go into it you're using the same those same mechanics, but things are blowing up and people are shooting at you now. Which uh, you know, it's like it's like immediate. You know, I liked the VR simulation style training. Yeah, uh, and you had commented when we played it. I like the fact that uh, when the game opens up, you're just playing. Yeah, and then they're like, "Well, here's how everything actually works." Exactly, because it, it's, um, it's very much uh, they, they throw you into it and then they teach you everything. Yeah, the only tutorializing in that opening section is just here's how you get behind cover, here's yeah. how you look, here's how you shoot. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, everything else is just. Self-explanatory. Find your when weapons. I got rockets, they were just equipped. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have to ever worry about the rockets again. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I love the pacing of this game. I think one of the most interesting things uh, is the way that this game is structured. Yeah. Um, and every system works well. The driving is fine. Right. It's arcade style driving as somebody who is a big driving fanatic right no it doesn't feel like Gran Turismo yeah um, obviously but I definitely get the vibe that that engine that that's running on is the same engine as like Hot Pursuit 2 ran on mm. um, I get a very similar feel to those textures right and I think this game was developed at Redwood Shores I tried to look this up earlier um, I bet the game case says it, but it's in the other room. I believe this game was developed at Redwood Shores. A lot of stuff was in these days. Okay. And uh, Redwood Shores and Black Box Studios, the guys who do Need for Speed, yeah. uh, work together a lot. Okay. Um, so I think this runs on, on the same tech. Um, 
the other thing I really liked about this that we commented on pretty much immediately as soon as we turned the game on, it has a Bond song. Yes. Um, it's got tons of celebrities in it. Shannon Elizabeth is in it. Willem, Willem Dafoe is in it. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan is in it. That's right. Uh, it, it's got Maya in it, and it, <laughs> it, you know she, she's yeah. the one who does the song. It's a good Bond song. Yeah. It's uh, you know it definitely feels like something out of the early two thousands, but it's a good Bond song. Yeah. You know. Uh, it, this game, more than anything, I, I honestly feel like this is a fantastic-looking PS2 game. It is. It, it, it more is than anything, I feel like this is probably the best James Bond game that's ever been made. Yeah. I played From Russia with Love. I understand why people like it. I don't like a lot of the, the way the combat works. Just the flow of that game is off. Right. Uh, From Russia with Love was a game that was made a couple years after this. I believe that was a 2000, either Christmas 2004 or like early 2005 joint. Right. Um, and it had Sean Connery reprising his role uh, and the, the the whole marketing campaign was, Sean Connery's in this and we have jetpacks. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of the whole marketing for that. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean considering that Pierce Brosnan the the tail end of his Bond career, it, it was almost like disgrace. Right. Yeah. Like the movies were so bad. He was such a good Bond. He was great. And like, and you know what? In the Thomas Crown Affair, the movie he made after he was not Bond anymore, yeah. fucking good. It's good. It's a good movie. The Thomas Crown Affair is great. Uh, I hear November Man is really good too. I haven't seen. I haven't it. seen it yet either. Uh, What's funny That's is... That's one where he's basically old James Bond, right? What kills me... Yeah, basically. He's retired old James Bond teaching new James Bond. Uh, but now, what's interesting about that is that we should... Timothy Dalton never should have been Bond. Period. We were supposed to get... Pierce Brosnan in that first Timothy Dalton movie. Really? So that's three movies we didn't get that was Timothy Dalton that was should have been James that should have been Pierce Brosnan, but NBC wouldn't let him out of his contract for uh, a, a show that wasn't even on the air at the time. There was uh, crap if I remember what the hell that that show was. But I don't think I knew yeah. I had any knowledge of Pierce Brosnan before Goldeneye. Before Goldeneye, yeah, he was supposed to be, and my parents were pissed about this because there was rumors that he was going to be Bond. My dad's a Bond fanatic, by the way. Loves the Bond movies, loves all of them, uh, even the bad ones. He loves them. You know, uh, friggin' On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Terrible fucking movie. My dad likes that one too. It, <laughs> like he knows it's bad, but he wants that one too. Or maybe that's the one he doesn't like. That's right. That's the one he probably doesn't like. That's the Connery likes. movie they made after he wasn't Bond anymore. Right? That's the one that didn't have Bond in it. It's the one guy, uh, George, whatever, who only played him for the one episode, and that was it. It was after Doctor No. They got him. He sucked. They went back to Connery. <laughs> went you know why? I think the only Connery movie I've seen is from Russia with Love. Really? That's the only one? Yeah. Like, I think I've seen part of Goldfinger. Yeah. But, I don't know, like, something about Sean Connery that just, like, sucks. <laughs> you don't like Sean Connery and just about like, anything that's he, not The he's Rock. Good, he's good in The Rock. Yeah, anything that's not The Rock. Womack, well, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Oh man! Look at every Sean Connery line in that whole movie. Every is bad them. but fantastic. Oh boy! You son of a you bitch! You son of a bitch! <laughs> oh, it's classic. Um, but yeah, uh, the th- thing is, uh, so we were supposed to get Pierce Brosnan back with Timothy Dalton when he did it, 
And uh, because NBC, I don't think I've ever seen a Timothy Dalton joint. Don't see any of them. They're all bad. Uh, there's not a good Timothy Dalton Bond movie out there out of all three that he's done. Maybe two. I can't remember. He hasn't done a good one. Uh, even even Roger Moore has like two good Bonds, two good Bond movies. Whenever uh, I think about like fucking James Bond movies from like the '80s or earlier, right? I just for some reason. I just picture all the toys being like they're out of Willy Wonka, and it's <laughs> yeah. just in my mind, like, I have this weird fucking dislike for those movies, and right. I, yeah. I have really nothing to base that on, but I'm like, <laughs> fuck all that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck all that noise, it's nonsense. Like, I guess, was it Roger Moore that was in Cannonball Run? Uh, yes. It's Roger probably as close to Run. one of his movies as I've ever seen. Yeah, Roger Moore was in Cannonball Run. Uh, Jackie Chan was in Cannonball Jackie Run. Jackie Chan was in Cannonball Run. He was teamed up with Jaws, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. Let's <laughs> um, talk about Cannonball Run. Let's talk about Cannonball Run. Uh, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, so Jaws. Driving an ambulance. Jaws was in that, too. Is that the one with the Italian driver, or was that... That's Cannonball Run 2. That's Cannonball Run 2, yeah. Uh, it's, it's interesting because this actually is like probably one of the... Even the little bit of it that I've played seems like a better Bond movie than those three other Pierce Brosnan it's movies. It's loaded with talent. Yeah. It's a very capable game. Hey, but like, if this was a movie game... Right. Like, yeah, I, would, I would watch an Everything or Nothing movie. It seems like it's got a decent plot to it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's got a hot scientist, you know. It's got fucking Shannon Elizabeth in Shannon it, too. Elizabeth. That, that's a believable Bond chick, too. That's a big problem with the old... Yeah. With the last two, yeah, Denise Richards and uh, Halle, Berry. Halle Berry. Really? No, not Bond chicks. Sorry, just not. It's not not feeling that at all. And the two chicks in Goldeneye, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Both the Russian chick. Famke and Jensen and other chick. I don't know. Famke Jensen. I know she was the villain. She's the Bond chick for me in that. Don't care what anybody says. X Men no. Three is the best X Men movie. <laughs> no, it's not at all. Man, she's so hot in that movie, though. I, I we're not. I'm not. Oh, it's not Haunted Hill. She's I'm not, hot in that too. He's hot in that. She's hot. She's hot in Rounders, man. Like anything she's in. <laughs> that's the second time she'd be we've... in a toilet paper commercial, and I think I'd be like, she's pretty hot in that. That's the second time we've dropped ra- a Rounders reference on this podcast. I kind of like Rounders. Rounders is a good movie. Rounders, okay. <laughs> Rounders is a good movie. Talking about pierogies and snow and shit. <laughs> I know you guys are just talking about pierogies and snow and, and shit. shit but no talking at the table. No talking at the table. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, I would watch this movie. I definitely would. It looks. It's got Shan Elizabeth, who's a believable Bond chick. Uh, Willem Dafoe would be a great Bond villain. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude from Skyfall was great. He was in No Country for Old Men. So and Skyfall is yeah. Uh, honestly, for me, it's like Goldeneye and Skyfall are the only Bond movies I like. <laughs> Skyfall was great. I can't wait for the new one. Um, have this team do the Spectre Spectre game or something. I don't know. Is there a Skyfall game? A, oh, Spectre's, Spectre's the new one coming out. I haven't seen yeah. the trailer for it yet. It looks cool. It looks really awesome. Uh, a lot of guys getting shot through the head. That's basically the whole movie. Is uh, assassination after assassination with Blofeld talking over top of it. So... Supposedly Blofeld, we don't know who it is. But, that could be okay. But seems like it's Blofeld, so yeah, pretty rad. I'm down with it. So we'll see what happens with that. I I I think that Everything or Nothing is it's the reason why I do this podcast. Is it? Why, why? games like that? Those ones that kind of are s- 
they kind of skirt under the radar for Maybe a while. they had their moment. Like, Everything or Nothing reviewed well. Right. Um, you know, we checked out some reviews. Checked it, out the reviews. I think the Metacritic scores in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, it reviewed well, but it was like the Bond franchise was so stagnant at that point. Yeah. It wasn't a first person shooter. Yeah. Oh, man. Let, let's fucking talk about some other Bond games. Goldeneye Reloaded. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, Goldeneye Reloaded. What was that one you mentioned? Goldeneye Rogue Agent. Rogue Agent. That was god awful. I'm renting that game. That Rogue Agent was fucking is terrible. Was awful. That was a terrible game. Uh, was there another good Bond game? Did any? The, the world is not enough. Was bad. Yeah. Uh, you could definitely tell because like almost everybody who bought the world is not enough. Yeah. Got fucking bamboozled because it was <laughs> yeah. on the N sixty four. Right, God, it's a first person shooter, and it's just no rare didn't make this. Rare, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> EA <laughs> just forgot to tell people about that. Right, but yeah. EA uh, when they scooped up the license, spent about four years banging their head against a rock. Yeah, trying to make another Golden Eye. Success game, right? Whether it was called GoldenEye or one of their other games, right? They were, they were trying to capitalize on that license and that hot, you know, GoldenEye right. property emotion that it elicits from certain people. I mean, sure. today, you know, the game's like eighteen years old now. You can walk into a room full of people and go, "Let's play some GoldenEye." Like six people will stand up and go, "Yeah, yeah Proxy Minds only, bitch." I, I'm yeah. not that guy. Proxy Minds only. Yeah, I hated that. Dual wield RC no, P90s or no, whatever. No odd job. <laughs> Slappers only. Slappers only. <laughs> but yeah, like you yeah. know, it, it. They spent the the bulk of the time that they had that franchise. Yeah, they were trying to capture that success again. Right, and they just ne- they never really did. Which is why when they made Everything or Nothing, and then uh, from Russia with Love, right, a couple of years later. They finally realized why you have the Bond license. Yeah, yeah. The my two favorite Bond games of all time are this and From Russia with Love, which I like a little bit less. Right. Um, a because it has Sean Connery in it, and fuck Sean Connery. <laughs> and B because it's just not quite as good of a game. Sure. But this just it feels big, loud, and stupid like a Bond movie should be. Right. Yeah. The thing about Bond movies is that they do the best job I have ever seen of making you feel like you're not just watching blockbuster trash. Right, yeah. They make you feel like, well, this is like the thinking man's action. (laughs) Fuck you! (laughs) They have espionage sprinkled in between this, so clearly... In Goldeneye, he crashes through a building with a tank. But they have hacking scenes, so it's it's upscale. And it's it's actually funny, it's funny you mentioned Goldeneye and Skyfall are your only two ones, because... When it comes to Daniel Craig, when I don't like Casino Royale, and I fucking hate Quantum of Solace. That is a garbage movie. Um, but Skyfall if I'm going to watch a movie about poker, it's going to be rounders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, <laughs> or maybe swingers. They play a lot of poker yeah. in that too. Casino Royale has one good scene. That's the opening gambit, and uh, Quantum of Solace has nothing good about it. And I've never seen it. It's awful. Don't watch it. Skyfall is fantastic, but you're right. It's got the dumbest action, the craziest action scenes. But they both have hacking scenes in it, where they have to stop a hacker from doing something. 
And that's where you kind of get that whole, it's not just about. The one part about Casino Royale I ever liked was yeah. when they sink that fucking house at the end. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty alright, yeah. That was yeah. pretty alright. Right, yeah. That movie looked great Yeah. whenever they weren't sitting at a fucking poker table! <laughs> or when they were whacking... Daniel Craig's balls with a thing in the torture chamber. Hey man, Daniel like, Craig gets what Daniel Craig wants. Uh, you know? God damn it! That whole scene was just like painful to watch. Not for the not for the torturous reasons either. It was just like, why am I watching naked Daniel Craig for twenty minutes? I don't want to see this. Uh, in the next movie, they're gonna stretch his balls back and shoot him up his ass. <laughs> it feels very Mel Gibson. That's like, oh. Oh, my nipples hurt! Oh, my nipples hurt! You're going to torch me, aren't you? <laughs> no, I don't want to nope. do that at all. Oh, man. But, yeah. Um, I, I, I definitely think that this is... Uh, this was... I want to borrow this game from you. Yeah, I feel like I, I've I, beaten this game already. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the best representation of... James Bond in video games. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, it, it tells a fun, dumb story. Right. And right. you know, I got this game for a dollar. Yeah, yeah. Like you can get this game all day for like go on eBay. It's less than three bucks. Right. Yeah. Like it, it's worth checking out. It's on the GameCube. It's on the PS2. It's on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a port that was for the GBA, but that's. Not the same game. A lot of people don't like that one. That was the lower scoring of them on the on the ones that we saw. Uh, In this era, that you're gonna have that a lot. Yeah. Almost every game had a Game Boy Advance companion, and right. was not good. Not as good. Not as good. And and that that's the thing is, I think I think you, I even though I've only seen three levels of this played out, it feels more like a Bond experience than Goldeneye ever was. I've beaten Goldeneye. I played Goldeneye a hundred times. The reason I play that game, however, is because the control scheme and the and the engine that it's on feels very playgroundy. Mm-hmm. That's why you can shoot a guy in the ass and he knows he's been shot in the ass. Yeah. It's funny to watch. That's what that, that's the appeal of Goldeneye. The, the, uh, there's not just shooting levels yeah. on foot. There's also stealth levels. Right. The great thing about the stealth levels yeah. is that. Yeah, like, almost every game in the early 2000s had stealth, and yeah, some games yeah. did it better than others. This game does it fairly well. Sure. Um, the hand-to-hand combat's just really easy to use. The great thing about this is that you're working your way up this train in yeah. the first stealth level, right. and you are just fucking these people up. <laughs> and nobody has any idea. You feel like James Bond. And that's the that's the cool part, is, like, it starts you off blowing up Harriers and tanks with a rocket launcher. It sends you in a tutorial where it gives you uh, melee combat, uh, repelling, you know, uh, repelling mechanics, cover sniper rifles. Yeah, sniper rifles, cover mechanics, all that stuff. And then it sends you into a mission using pretty much all those things. Then you get a driving sequence where you get a fucking uh, twisted metal uh, fucking motorcycle where you can launch as many rockets as you want. Uh, then you go into a stealth mission in a train. It's like, it really just keeps going with a yeah. new thing every time. And it, it, just, it, it remains fresh throughout. Yeah. And the nice thing is there are so many different styles of mission in that game that by the time that it cycles back around to, yeah. oh, here's another driving level, it's like, oh, it's been a while since the driving level. That's cool. Nice. And, yeah, like yeah. It, nothing in that game... Is designed to be a roadblock. Right. That game is designed to be played and finished and enjoyed. And yeah, that game doesn't 
try too hard. Right. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of games where it's like, well, like you know, we wanted you to really, you know, understand the combat <laughs> scenarios. It's like. Every stage in that game is designed to be played through fucking once. Right, yeah. We're not supposed to die in this game. <laughs> like, it... Well, everything's quick. Like, that uh, is a... That game rips. You lost at the very end of the driving level the first time we had it. Yeah. It sent you back to the beginning, and it cost you five minutes. Yeah. That's, all, that's as long as that was. Yeah, there was no... Mid, I was like, oh, there was no uh, mid-level save, but it's like... At the most, I lost four minutes. Yeah, it was it was four minutes of, of gameplay. And guess what? That fucking chasing rips. So I'm yeah. glad to do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There there was different pathways you could take with it too. You could hit this jump or not, and you know it, it, it was, I'm hitting that ramp. You're hitting that ramp. You hit the ramp a second time. First first time you didn't hit it, but you know it was quick. So, <laughs> so didn't know it was coming up. That's why that's I failed because I didn't hit the ramp. Didn't hit the ramp. Yeah, yeah. You hit that ramp that second. I'm a time. ramp oriented individual. Yeah. If you're not hitting the ramp, you're not winning that game. Word. <laughs> and if you did win the game, you didn't really win the game because you didn't hit the ramp. You lost. You lost, son. <laughs> but no, it looks like a cool game. I would love to see that thing play out. Yeah. Uh, I want to save the hot scientist and whatnot. You know, from yeah, the blonde booby scientist. I'm sure you know she's you know she's. Hidden the the microfilm somewhere, and they got a whatever. To, <laughs> like, the microfiche. The microfilm. Where is it? You know, it, it's all. It, it just. It really was funny. It was like this scientist, and it just shows you this friggin' model shot it's of like eighties, like eighty percent boobs. Yeah, it's like this shot. perfect body, just like showing you, like okay, scientist. All right, sure. Um, not to say that a scientist can't have a rock and bod, just doesn't typically happen unless it's Hollywood. So, yes. uh, but it is a Bond move. It is a Bond game, so I forgive it. So, totally okay. Yeah, but the only critiques I have with it is a lot of the a lot of the uh, a lot of the animation seems sort of canned type of. This uh, was at that era uh, where Ragdoll, yeah, was. I, I don't believe this game uses a lot of ragdoll. It looks like a lot right. of the death animations are actually canned animations right. as opposed to true ragdoll. Yeah. Um, you know, this is early 2003. I mean, you know, at that point it was really like a back-of-the-box fucking feature. Be like, we have ragdoll physics. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, no. That probably it's like when somebody advertised, like, we have bank media in here. I was like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> That's on the back of your box? You don't have much, do you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a whole bunch there. Um, yeah. Just tell me how many cars are in it, asshole. Uh, the canned animations, I think, are probably maybe a, a bit of a, a sell for people who liked uh, Goldeneye and stuff, because that's all that was, was certain contact areas with canned animation to it. I still think that's a really good-looking game, though. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Even today. It is, it is definitely really good-looking, and uh, good sound design with it as well. Yeah. Um, the pretty, pretty the, the segment with the with the Bond song sounded great. Mm -hmm. The explosions are appropriately around you. The the almost Wilhelm scream that's in there. Oh, dude, that that <laughs> scream. That's a good scream. So good. Not quite a Wilhelm, but it's pretty close. <laughs> like, like, it's just somebody <laughs> torturing an intern. <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh great. man. <laughs> like, yeah, I. Uh, this is. This is one of my more favorite games that we've played for the segment so far. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, it, it, was, it was a good game. I, I thought it was cool. I, I definitely want to see... This is one of the ones that I really want to see more of it. 
Like, the other ones, I was kind of, like, content with what I saw. This is one where I'm like, okay, I want to see more of this game, period. Yeah. And, and uh, the nice I thing guess. is, I mean, you know, you give it six or seven hours, and you'll see everything it has to offer, and yeah. give it back. There you go. Cool. Right on. I'll play The Stranger first, so... Okay. Yeah, Stranger's Wrath, though. Yeah. We should be talking about that in the future. In the future, we will. This episode was supposed to be FMV hell. Um, we'll get to FMV We'll get soon. to FMV. This game kind of creeped up. I'm also trying to get my hands on a couple of FMV games that <laughs> I would really like for us to talk about. Yeah. Um, but... We could go through a whole, like, long list of FMVs that we could talk about, but... Yeah, I think we should experience one before. <laughs> Typically on this this show, we do um, old games. Yeah. But we also talk a lot about games that nobody ever plays. It's true, it's true. Yeah. Next week's episode, I want to do a game that's pretty new. Okay. Fairly um, new game? It is a game that I believe it was 2011 or 2012. Okay. It's called... Binary Domain. Binary Domain. That was a 2012 game. Uh, when you told me about that, I didn't realize that was going to be a 2012 game, actually. So, that's intriguing. I I think that with the, the small and loving user base that we do have, that is a game that is fairly current that... I'm sure most of you have probably never even fucking heard of. <laughs> Nobody bought this game, right. but I did, and I fucking love this stupid game. <laughs> that game is dumb as shit. All right, yeah. So you, you describe this game as being fucking insane. I believe it, that was it has a fucking weird ass French robot in it. <laughs> it. The game has voice controls in it, okay. so you can talk to Big Bo. Yeah. The whole game, Big Bo is this dude that's with you, right? And you can be like, "Eat a dick, Big Bo," and he's like, "Oh, fuck you." Man, and you, like Big Bo will like talk to you during cinematics and be like, "This chick's ass, right?" You're like, "Damn right, Big Bo, it's fucking great." That game is outstanding. <laughs> this sounds insane. Uh, right. Oh, binary domain, binary domain. Oh, dude, I fucking love binary domain. That's hilarious. <laughs> game of the year. 2012, 2012 and 2015 binary domain. All the inner interverse uh, years also goes to binary domain. I recommend tuning in next week if you want to hear me like way too pumped to talk about a stupid game. That sounds good. To I me. fucking love binary domain. Yeah, there you go. All right, and that's what we're going to talk about next week. But in, uh, episodes coming soon, just kind of give you a, a look forward. Uh, soon we're going to be talking about FMV stuff. Uh, I promise. Yep. Um, we're also going to be doing an Odd World Stranger's Wrath episode soon. That'll be happening. Um, I would also like us to go a little bit older. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking, you know, I've never played Super Mario All-Stars. Never, never played that? Well, I mean, it's... I own it. You own it, yeah. It's all of the games, you know. But, like, they're but, different, aren't they? Well, no, they're, they're, they're updated graphics and everything. They look really nice. Mario, not... The first Mario... Uh, I don't think is updated anything, but everything else like kind of looks more updated than hmm. than it was. I've never played. Uh, I own the cart. I've never played it. Yeah, uh, the lost the lost worlds, i.e. Mario Two, that we never got. That's pretty fun to play because that's the only. That's the. That is like poison mushrooms in it. I've never played it. I yeah, yeah. It, it was it was it was dubbed too hard for American audiences, so we never got it, and we got that uh, that uh, the Mario Two of Doki Doki Panic. Doki Doki Panic, the Doki Doki Panic game. 
uh, instead, which was pretty cool. Um, I would like to fuck around. Mario I would love to talk. I would love to talk about that. I would love to talk about uh, Mario sixty four on this thing because that's I, I got tons to say about that game. Um, but uh, and what it did for that franchise and uh, many franchises afterwards, like that was the model for three D gaming for on the Nintendo platform. Period. Uh, but. Yeah, Mario is just kind of like that safe zone, man. We could definitely talk about Mario. All At some point soon, game. I'd like to have a Colony Wars episode. Yeah, Colony uh, Wars. I'm a big space shooter kind of guy. We almost did it today. We almost did. Um, but uh, so that's probably coming up pretty soon. Uh, one thing I'd like is uh, you know let us know. Uh, yeah, if there's a game that uh, that you hold near and dear uh, from you know the '80s, '90s, even the early 2000s. Right. Let us know. Um, I don't want to do a Borderlands episode. <laughs> uh, you know, like. I know we're about to do a binary domain episode. Yeah. So I mean, if there's something that's super weird and obscure right. from like the 360 PS3 era, let me know. We're probably not going to do a lot of new stuff, but I'm I'm willing to sure. uh, to talk about those. Um, like you know, I, I'd like to do an episode where we talk about uh, vertical scrolling shooters. Yeah, um, I've got a ton of them. You got a lot of those. I've got a, I've got a ton of weird Japanese only three sixty ones. Right. I got some weird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I just fucking love those kinds of games. So I'd love to do maybe a history of the scrolling shooter. Yeah. Um, right. Episode yeah. at some point in the future. I feel like that could probably be a long conversation. Probably. That probably one that have to be cut up a couple of times. Probably get too far out of that or something. I can talk about those. For days, <laughs> um, wouldn't even the news for that one. No, but yeah, we, we we've got a lot of good stuff. Uh, this uh, this format's getting gotten a good reception. Uh, we're gonna have some. Uh, we'll probably have some guests on for it as well. Um, eventually, uh, that'd be nice to have. Yeah, I, I I've been trying to schedule with Gus. Yeah, uh, Gus is he's he's a busy guy. Yes. Um but he went to, you know, PAX Austin this year. Mm-hmm. I guess which is PAX South and he also went to PAX East. Right. And he goes to every PAX. Right. Um so, you know, I'm sure he's played some cool stuff that's uh, that's coming out soon or already out. Yep. Um and yeah, I I I think there's a, a good amount of content coming up in the future that should keep people happy. Um I don't have a PC capable of running our capture software right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working on this. That's probably why you haven't seen a ton of video stuff out of us that's new. Um, we're, we're working through it. Yeah. I can't just borrow Eric's computer all the all time. All the time, yeah. It's, um, it's hard for us to get to get that going. At a certain um, point, it's his, and... <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's fine for me to borrow the Elgato, yeah. but when it, when it comes down to uh, yeah. us not having a PC for it, yeah. it's, uh, it gets a little tricky. But uh, hopefully soon that will be resolved. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the process of trying to and procure a yeah. system. Uh, Eric has been uh, doubling down on work quite a bit. Uh, he's got the whole family thing going on, so he's got a kid, all that jazz. That's why I hadn't been on the podcast much anymore, because we, um, my schedule's cleared up right now, but uh, a lot of people had, uh, you know, heavier schedules, stuff like that, which is fine. I've been uh, working a lot with my second job lately, too. Yeah, yeah, you have. It's uh, pretty crazy. I'm tired again. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been tired like this in a while. <laughs> That's good. You're fighting hard. It'll be all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, it has been good. This has been it. it this format's been uh, good for getting out content. We're now updating regularly every Tuesday. Podcast goes up every Tuesday. Period. Um, whether it be one o'clock or noon, 
noon to one. You'll be you'll be seeing this podcast up every Tuesday, which is great. Um, but that's that's it. We're uh, that that that's going to be it for this episode. Please uh, like, comment, subscribe, all that jazz. Yeah, subscribe to our YouTube page. Yeah, uh, you know we still got hips. Uh, our show where uh, Brandon and I are playing through Metal Gear Revengeance. Yep. Some of the episodes have a little bit of low audio in them for our commentary. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, we've done what we can to kind of get that as good as we can. Yeah. Um, yeah. The We're about to do another session and uh, record a bunch more of that game, so yeah. we're going to We've we've isolated the issue with the audio. Yes. Um, and we're no longer going to have the game audio duck yeah. under our commentary. We're just going to have the commentary naturally always be at a louder volume. Yes, we are. Um, so hopefully you'll be able to hear everything fine. If you listen to hips on headphones, yes, it's fine. It's fine. If you have headphones or hips, you literally can hear every word that we say, and it, it's good. Um, like just it, listening to it at a laptop or something, or like on you know yeah. uh, cheap PC speakers, it's tricky. Yeah. Um, so sorry about that, but we are you know still pumping out content for that. Yeah. Um, we've got a dumb Fantasy Star Two video that we made. that's yep. Going up sometime in the future. That's going up you soon. And Eric have done a couple of uh, video few, truck verses. Yeah, we got a few more verses up uh, that are going up. Got five more, uh, six more of those. So that's good. Uh, that'll go up in the coming weeks. So that's good. Uh, but yeah, uh, like, like, like our YouTube page, uh, like us, review, like and review on iTunes. That helps out a whole bunch. It helps um, a lot of other people see it. Yeah, it helps a lot, a lot of other people see what's going on. Um, but yeah, uh, that's going to do it. Uh, check us out at videodestruct.com. Uh, check us out at our YouTube page, Facebook. Follow our Facebook. That's typically where we get our questions in, where we say we're going to talk about this, what do you remember about it, etc., etc. Or if you have any suggestions, we're going to be taking suggestions off of there um, and all that jazz. So yeah, you can you can message us on Twitter if you've got ideas, or you can just post them on our Facebook page. Um, you know, all three of us check that pretty regularly. So uh, you know, we'd love to uh, you know kind of have interaction with you guys whenever possible. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's kind of going to do it for today's show, man. Yep, that'll do it. We will see you guys next time. Mm-hmm.